This episode brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. It's a Hard Nick's Life has been contacted by Ignis Brasdakis' lawyer and agent. We would like to make clear that the following podcast is a comedy skit. Ignis Brasdakis is not actually in studio. The skit is based off of a previous video that Ignis Brasdakis posted on social media. And we apologize if anyone is offended by the following material. Enjoy the show. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. What up, Knicks fans? It is a hard Knicks life. The pain, the passion, the podcast. My name is Craig. Some people call me Axe, and on the other mic is Barry. I'm seeing a lot of you this week. What am I? I'm not wearing that much clothes. What do you mean? I'm wearing what I always wear. <laughs> not that I'm seeing a lot of you. I mean in person. Oh, it's right. Like... Yeah. Bar- very special episode tonight, guys. Barry and I in the same studio. Room. Right. Yes. Same room. Yes. Because we have a very special guest. Two special guests coming in. Maybe three special guests? Three. Is there a third How one? How would you I don't count the second one? Uh very, very special. Let's get this going. Let's why are we delaying it? Let's go. Let's go. This is season three. Episode five. This is Randy from North Bergen. I'm Mark. I've been a Knicks fan for 24 years. Hey, Craig and Barry. This is Russ from Sydney, Australia. I'm from D.C. Hey, guys. Steve this here. Manny from Stanford. Calling all the way from Palm Springs, California. It is a hard. It's a hard. It is a hard. Knicks. Knicks life. Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. What's up, Barry? That's it? It's Barry? <laughs> That's it, dude. Um, you know, James from Queens has instructed me that I need to let you live a little and stop giving you a hard time. So what? Get Barry motherfucking D is giving me a hard time? Can you is say it? that to me? No. I can't I do love it. it. All right. What is up, Barry motherfucking D? There it is. What's up, Barry, Max? In this episode, I want you to go ahead and live a little. Because that's what James says. I need to let you live a little. He also told me that he's your favorite between the two of us, which makes me feel so fucking good. <laughs> don't worry about it, Craig. A lot of people think you're there. The, you know, think you're the favorite. No, I don't think they do. No, I think that I'm the mean person to you, and everyone sympathizes with you. And now I'm gonna be doing the show. To, I know I'm gonna do the show so different than normal tonight because I've got that on my oh, fucking God. mind. And my mom this weekend, can I just say, this is the episode, mom, where if you're fucking listening, and I just cursed at my mom. You did, yeah. Do oh, you no, normally which is talk not like that to your mom? Oh, hold on. Mom, <laughs> if you are listening, just don't listen to this one, please. There's going to be things in here that you don't want to hear. <laughs> so just put, press pause and delete this one from your cachet, whatever they fucking call it, right? This is going to be a great show. Because this weekend, it was like, how's the podcast going? And I was like... Saying it's going good. And she was like, you know, what's the point of the podcast? What's your goal? And I was like, you know, we're just trying to build an audience, you know, keep it going, keep growing. And she's like, maybe you'd build an audience faster if you didn't curse so much. And oh, I have to God. hear that, all that shit. So listen, there's going to be cursing this episode. 
We got two very special guests who are coming in the studio. They're waiting outside to come in, which is almost rude that we haven't brought them in yet. That's all right. right? It's not going to be we... that long. It's not that long of a show. <laughs> so let but... them wait. You don't want to <laughs> yeah, see let them. Wait. <laughs> let them wait. Because I, I got to say something. I, I saw you this weekend. And, yeah, how are you uh, feeling, by the way? What did you say? How are you oh, feeling? Oh, how am I feeling? Oh, I feel much better. I was sick for like two days, but but I'm, I'm all better. How are you I feeling? Feel, I feel so bad. Like you were like that barbecue. <laughs> we always do these barbecues in the summer and Barry, you work until like. I know. I work late. So late. So you show up for like maybe like a half an hour. I know. At the end, and you looked <laughs> miserable. Well, you looked, you looked, you looked joyous in the pool. Did I? <laughs> now I I, I the, get there very late and Craig is in the pool. Mean, Barry? I look joyous in the pool. Craig's in the pool in a shirt, what I assume is his bathing suit, and some water shoes. It was quite a look because you know, I thought that the shirt thing was like reserved for men over sixty and kids like under the age of seven. It's also reserved not. it's also reserved for really pale dads <laughs> who <laughs> are constantly carrying their kids around the pool and honestly it, it's easier for me i don't have to worry about like my bathing suit like f- keeping on falling down or what, putting on long, sunscreen your, your all over long myself enough? your shirt's long enough it's going to cover something if you if your bathing suit falls down what are you talking about yeah it covers like yeah it covers things <laughs> Did that happen? Did your bathing suit fall down at all over the weekend? Dude, it's easy. I can't believe you've never worn one of those swim shirts. I don't wear a swim shirt, dude. My, my, my father wears a swim shirt. And, well, my, I, and my son ever used since to. Ever I've he, had kids, I kid. do. Because they wear them. My kids wear them. What the fuck? Are we really talking about swim shirts, Barry? Okay, let's, let's, get, let's get on with it. Let's get on with the show. You're an asshole, by the way. <laughs> fuck you, James. All right. <laughs> Very special guests coming into the studio right now. Barry, let's give them a warm welcome. All right. We got, here they are. We got Iggy fucking motherfucking Brazdakis and his beautiful girlfriend. Yasmin. I, well, <laughs> I mean, we should mention that there were some stipulations in order yeah. to even get them to come in here because so, it makes PR. We, I don't even know if we're... So, Iggy, are we supposed to be even telling anyone you're here? Is that breaking the rules he's nodding his head yes i don't even it, it is breaking the rules oh we can't no. he's saying we well it's too late now <laughs> the way it was explained to me and you know correct me, the, the Knicks pr wouldn't give iggy the, the go-ahead to come on our podcast so like kind of sarcastically we said well what if he comes on but he doesn't say anything and we got a yes because they said oh yeah if he doesn't say anything what's the big deal so that's how we kind of roped it in. So what's the plan here, Craig, if we can't have them talk? So, yeah. So so we told Iggy, come on. He doesn't need to speak, but he needs to bring his girlfriend. And apparently she, apparently she can't speak either. I don't know if you guys have seen this Instagram video of Iggy and his girlfriend where he's playing the bongos on her butt, which is why I didn't want my mom to listen to this show. But um, Iggy and his girlfriend have agreed to, they will be answering our questions. We'll be doing an interview, but they'll be answering just by slapping the, the bongos the butt bongo. They are great sports. So that they're getting into position right now, which is Barry, what do you think of this? I You've got I, the you've got the better this view is than amazing. me. <laughs> so I'm on one side of the room. Barry's on the other and between us is is Iggy and his girlfriend. They're laying on the carpeting 
Uh, Barry's behind them, so he's got the the back view, which is nice. I've got the frontal. We got Iggy and girlfriend in position. Iggy, Iggy and girlfriend, Yasmina, are you ready to get this going? We'll do a one for a yes, two for a no. Okay. <laughs> Iggy, one fucking slap. One is a yes, two is a no. This is incredible. That so he's not ready. It's, <laughs> Is this that fucking complicated, Barry? <laughs> All right, let's just get this going. So, Iggy, thanks for joining us. A little freestyle mm. on the butt bongos. <laughs> All right. Barry, you want to ask Iggy some questions? <laughs> sure. All right. So, Iggy, you're right-handed, but you shoot left. Do you have a hand that you prefer to spank asses with? All right, that's a no. <laughs> that's- <laughs> All right. <laughs> ambidextrous when it comes to this banking. Iggy, last year you led the University of Michigan Wolverines to a 30-7 and record. You led the team in scoring, second in rebounding. You were named the Big Ten Freshman of the Year. I'm, so- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was distracted by that beautiful ass. Iggy's <laughs> just playing the bong, Playing the bongos. <laughs> yeah, I-, 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 I forgot my question <laughs> amongst all that. I was a little distracted. All right, Iggy, I have a question. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the worst, how bad is it that Barry left his family in the house during that floor renovation? Really? Oh, shit. That's a lot more than 10. That's a lot of... Yeah, that was a lot. And that is a red S. (laughs) It's a beautiful red S, Yasmin. It's a beautiful red S. Yeah, all right. It's a red S. All right, do you have any more questions for Iggy's going to sit in with us the whole show? Do you have awesome. any more questions right now? Or yeah, I got I got a bunch of questions for him. I mean, we can How long can we keep this going? She's right, in well, pain. <laughs> so Iggy, you grew up in Lithuania, but you moved to Canada as a kid. I'm sure it could be rough, especially with a name like yours. I was just curious if ever the kids ever made fun of you. Maybe they made fun of your name. Did you ever get like? Did they ever call you Sucky Mysdikus or anything like that? Yeah, see, yeah, see I, my last name is Dworkin. I got Dworkin all the time, so I get it. I get where he's coming from. He said no. He said no. He said no. Oh, two is a no. Two is a no. Oh, two is a no. All right. <laughs> so he didn't answer it the right way on. you wanted him to, Barry? <laughs> no, no, that's fine. <laughs> all right, so you don't have anything else, right? We can move on. Iggy will be here. We can ask him sporadically some things. All right, that sounds all right. good. Earlier this week, what, what was that tweet you had about Frank? Oh, that was yesterday. Yesterday. I think. I, oh, okay. Well, I, that was that was not nice. It was not nice. It was. I I said that uh, there was more Frank on my Twitter timeline since like the day he was drafted, and I think I said that a lot of fan. It was obvious a lot of fans still had high hopes for him. But as for me, say la vie. You know, as far as like I kind of give up. You know, as far as having the high hopes for him. And the French Knicks podcast, who are huge supporters of Frank, is there a communication gap there? Because they 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 retweeted that or responded, and they were like, "Barry speaks great French," but you would think they would have been <laughs> upset by what you said. Could right. they have taken that as a positive? I don't know. Oh, who gives a shit? <laughs> Maybe. But you're right. There is a lot of Frank Nilakina on the timeline because it's the only basketball being played right now is Team France. I don't even know. There are no other teams even playing in that FIBA, right? No other teams. Yeah. Oh, other than France? <laughs> other than France. That's the way it seems. It is, right? So you said that 
I think the same day, Nicholas Batum, did you hear what he called Frank? Go ahead. The future of French basketball. Yeah, that's apparently Rudy Gobert after is getting a bunch, up there in age. After a, <laughs> is that just because French basketball sucks, <laughs> Barry? Or is Frank really great? That's the question. I guess the real games for Team France and for FIBA have, have begun now. We're three games in. That first game Frank played, he only played 13 minutes. Apparently he was sick that, uh, that whole week. He didn't have a great game. But his last two games, Barry, have actually been pretty good. Have you seen any of the highlights? I've seen the stat lines, and I've seen like limited highlights. So we all know you can't really base Frank Frank's play on stat lines, right? Sure, sure. So I look at the stat lines, and I watch the highlights. What else do you want me to do? Watch the whole game? I can't do it right now. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> but the past two games, dude, he was plus 31 and then plus 23 today. I think both games he led the team in plus minus. I know we love talking about plus minus. Yeah, he played, exactly. It does he's nothing playing, for me. But he's playing the most minutes on the team the past couple games. What was, what was the score in those games, Craig? What was the score in those games? Yeah. Now I got to look that up. What are you saying? That they're blown? That France I'm trying to make a point. Out? Yeah. Yeah. Did they win by 40 points? They won by a lot of points. <laughs> and he had a plus minus. So, uh, uh, come on. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get excited. Over no, that. don't get excited. I'm not excited. I'm just saying he's playing well. Apparently, he's playing well. He's got 20 points over his last 46 minutes of FIBA action. Nine assists over those 46 minutes. Five steals. Why? Why does Frank Nilakina have to be judged on like a curve? Like, why can't he be judged like every other NBA player? These are like great stats for him. It's like it's the stupidest thing in the world. I mean, yeah, can I appreciate the intangibles that he has? Yes. <laughs> Do I want him to be great? Of course. But I'm not going to sit here and wax poetic about Nilakina because he had a couple of good games. I'm happy that he's looking better. But I think some fans are as disillusioned as he is. Do you know what he said before today's game, Nilakina? And tell me how ridiculous this comment is. Or at least it's ridiculous to me. Yeah, let's go. You know, he was talking about, they're asking him about playing, you know, in, in international games and in FIBA. And he said, it's a great opportunity. Okay. And he said... He said, it's great because you're playing against the greatest players in the world. No, you're not. You're playing against the greatest players in the world when you're playing in the NBA. Don't tell me that you're playing against the greatest players in the world now. You've been playing against the greatest players the last two years during that 82-game season. He's right. a little disillusioned. Listen, uh, I mean, you're right. You know the team they played today, Barry? Do you know the team they played today? Go ahead. The Dominican Republic. Now, you tell me that he was playing against the best players in the world today. If they were playing baseball. <laughs> I mean, I love the confidence. The you leading, want to see the that leader, because the, that was what we hadn't seen. The leaders today for the Domin for the Dominican Republic, some dude with the last name Liz Lopez, another guy Camacho Vargas, and Ramon Guerrero. You sound like boxers. Sorry, Frank. You're not playing against the best players in the world right now, like Barry said. Barry, you're right. And you're doing a great job. I just want <laughs> you to know that. I don't need to hear that shit, Your personality is great. You're Craig, like you've always, you've always got a positive spin. You tell us like it is. You're wonderful. You got beautiful teeth. Nobody wants to hear this side of you, Craig. Not even James from Queens. Is this a And Brasdegas oh, little... is just fucking playing the fucking bongos over there. Yep, little solo. I love it. <laughs> we forgot about you. They're still here. They're just making out on the carpet right now while we're trying to do a fucking podcast. Iggy's the man. Why, by the way, Iggy, why is your girlfriend covered in sand? Where does that even come from? 
I right, Barry? Just trout. Yeah, yeah. It's like they were just rolling around on the beach. It's fucking ten thirty at night on Long Island. <laughs> so listen, I agree with you. I'm not getting excited over serviceable games by Frank in FIBA competition. By the way, is it a problem? Is it a little strange for you that like Frank is the starting point guard for France, right? Right, right, right. He won that job. And on the Knicks, we don't, we, he don't, we don't even, he don't, they don't even consider him a fucking point guard. So there's, <laughs> a, <laughs> there's a, it's, just, it's just the weirdest fucking thing. But Toom's calling him the future of French basketball. He's their starting point guard. Yet when he comes to America and plays in the orange or blue, it's like we don't even know what fucking position he should play, what he'd be good at. Like, how is he? He's playing point guard all summer. Is that helping his game, hurting his game? Look, I guess that's, there's two issues, I guess, when you play in some type of summer type league or tournament and specifically FIBA. And those two things is one, the risk of injury. And we know he's been prone to injury, um, you know, especially last season. And secondly, is that, yeah, you're playing under a different coach, a different style of play. So is it helping your game? But my answer to that is yes, it's helping his game. Whatever facet it is, it's going to help him. Um, whether it's anything like the Knicks style or not, it's still good for him to be playing. It's going to be where Fisdale sees the need for him. I mean, last year this team was full of point guards. This year it's not. You know, you really have got two, you know, not counting the Lakina. But it is full of two guards. So he's kind of back in the same boat. How many point guards did we have last year? Last year you had Moutier. You had Trey Burke. Well, Dennis Smith Jr. was a swap for Trey Burke, essentially. Um, All right, so maybe you had one extra last year. No? I don't know. I I consider them having four this year if Kadeem Allen's on the team. Oh, Kadeem Allen. I think it's fairly similar. But I think they're better this year. Mm-hmm. Iggy, yes. are you excited to play with Frank this season? Was that two? That was yeah. That's a no. He's not excited. No. <laughs> Shit. How, if you had to rank our point guards, all right, right now, who's yeah. our one, two, three, and four uh, in your mind? Right. Who's your number one through four point guards on the team? Go. Okay, number one is so easy for me. It's Dennis Smith Jr. Is that I because to... of his offensive ability, his athleticism, his shot? Yes. Is he better yes, than if he... Yes. All of these? All of those reasons that you just mentioned. You think he's better than the other three guys pretty much across the board, except maybe defense, right? Yes. I do. I do. I, I need him to be backed by this team. I need Fisdale to support Dennis Smith Jr. in this role. I need Dennis Smith Jr. to know that it's his job to lose, that he is the starting point guard going into training camp. I don't need it to be a battle between him and Peyton, and Nilakina should not even be in the discussion. The way I see it, Nilakina is third third off the bench. You know, maybe behind Peyton. Maybe him and Kadeem Allen, you know, are, are somewhat similar, but I think it's clearly Dennis Smith Jr. one, Alfred Peyton, you know, second, and then I could put Nilakina third. Yeah, I think I agree at this point. I mean, you, you, you're you right. The Knicks, ha- Fisdale and the Knicks have to just make a fucking decision. This cannot be another year of, uh, you know, everyone play starts for seven games and then it's someone else. Like, make a decision. Who are you investing your minutes into as the point guard? Because Dennis Smith Jr., he needs the minutes. He needs that 
I mean, first of all, any player needs that trust in their coach where they believe in you and you can go out and make mistakes and go back out there and know it's your job. Yeah, and Dennis Smith Jr. hasn't had that. I mean, he sure as hell didn't have it in Dallas. He came onto the Knicks last year in February when the team was in the shitter already with no direction. You know, it's it's this has got to be the most optimistic, the most optimistic that Dennis Smith Jr. has felt going into a season. And I want him to get the encouragement from everybody else, and I think he deserves it. He's going into his third year, you know? And when I say that I'm, like, out on Frank Nilakina, it's not like I, I, I have completely given up on him. You don't want him traded, right? You're not not rooting no, for him. No, I'm not not rooting for him. But what I'm saying is I'm not going to cheerlead him from the sidelines for minutes. Right. When he's in the game, I'll be rooting for him, but I'm not going to be rooting for him for minutes. He's on his own for that. Yeah, we're not going to bitch. You're not. You're like me. You're not, I'm not going to bitch about every game when Frank gets 15 minutes, how he should be getting more. No, he's got to earn those minutes when he's in the game. And that's for him to do. It's not for me to shout it out. He's no, got to, he's got to, you. you know. By the way, you're doing a great job. Did you see Thank Stefan you. Bond? <laughs> did you see Stefan Bondi's tweet about Dennis Smith Jr.? Yeah, I saw that tweet. What the fuck yeah. was that? Is he, is he, what's the, he's got some devious plan here. I know it. He tweeted. I think he's being facetious. He tweeted from what I've heard of, is that what he's doing? I think so. Did he give I, any I, other I don't think it, evidence? You, you know how like that? it's hard to be sarcastic on well, Twitter? Well, hold off. James doesn't like when I cut you off, but I'm cutting you off for a second. Go ahead. Just want to tell everyone what he heard, what he wrote. Right. Bondi said, from what I've heard about off-season workouts, expect a big jump next season from Dennis Smith Jr. And you think he's being facetious. I do. <laughs> I do. It's because when you really when it really gets down to it, everybody has great off-season workouts. When did you hear a player had shitty off-season workouts? They're all boasting about their own workouts. So the fact that like that automatically equates to having a breakout right. season. Expect I think a big here, jump. Yeah, I think everybody's all Knicks fans have been saying that. People want that. And I think Bondi just thinks it's ridiculous. I think it's that's why he blatantly said that i think it was a sarcastic tweet that's what he does so that motherfucker got me he got a lot of people <laughs> <He sure did. laughs> you know because i fucking block bondy and then i oh yeah i see How people you... tweeting about it and i see like i'm forbidden from looking at it but then i'm right. curious so i click on him and uh, then you can see you don't even yeah, have to block them, you can see i was wondering how that happened how i was like oh that's that. pretty nice but it was there was something weird about it Definitely something off. You know what's funny, by the way? I find this what? interesting. That the Nets, who own this town, right? Yeah. By the way, fucking Nets Daily the other day tweeted out a photo of Manhattan skyline, along with something along the lines of, yeah, we still own this. We still own this. What? <laughs> you can't anyway, do that. Isn't it interesting how nobody fucking talks about them? And even though... Like, they got players right now choking girlfriends and being arrested for it. Yeah. Or players getting suspended for PEDs. Nobody Imagine that was the Knicks. It happens, and there's silence. One of their players was arrested for choking a girl. Yeah, but what... How far down the bench is this player? Kirkuks, however you say his fucking name. Yeah. He's the, he's the Latvian dude. Yeah. People are very high on him. It's like one of their good young players. Yeah, but he's not. He's they were not the fucking. Man. They were Nets he's fans last year man. saying he was better than Porzingis. I understand that, but if it was a player like. If it was Karis Levert or Spencer Dinwiddie, 
even Jared Allen, it would have been bigger news. So you think it's, that's because of the uh, the name, his name? I do. I'm not, I don't think it's that, that, that the Nets don't get any coverage. The Nets got a lot of praise even before they signed Durant and Kyrie Irving this season. Everybody was praising Marks in this organization and what a what a breakout year they had. They they made it to the playoffs. They really did a, a great job rebuilding. They get credit from Let me ask you a question. Media. If Alonzo Trier got arrested for choking a girl, I'm gonna equate Alonzo Trier's name with Kirkuk's, whatever the fuck his name is. Okay. That's fair. You know, yeah. you you don't think it would be big news? Nationally, I I don't think it would be that big of news. In New York, yes. And, and I do think you're right. I think the Knicks do own New York. I think it's ridiculous for the Nets to even claim they do. Or Nets Dude, Daily this Nets news isn't even do. news in New York. <laughs> That's what's right. funny. I'm not even talking <laughs> right. about national news. You're right. No, it would be bigger. Especially, I mean, in the circles that we're in and in, in that, you know, the community that we're involved with. Obviously, it would be in our ear more. But I think that's a big part of it. You know, the exposure that we have, um, you know, to all Knicks coverage. And that all Knicks fans do, because you're so you're so deep within it that of course you're going to talk about anything that pops up in the news. And yeah, the Nets aren't going to have that big bite that the Knicks will here in New York. But as far as nationally, oh 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 yeah, there he goes. All right. <laughs> By the way, do you have any any other questions for Brozdakis? Yeah, sure, sure, Iggy. <laughs> some scouts have said that although you don't have elite athleticism you make up for it with your big heart do you agree with that assessment what are we doing one for yes two for no two for no oh did i just give up the chick all right two for no <laughs> <laughs> so then you do have athleticism so you make it you make up for it with something else other than your big heart your big muscles your big voice. By the way, I don't like where hmm. this is going, by the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this right, is like, that's an there. awful idea. Yeah. Let's do some Twitter questions. All right. Okay. We got a bunch. We got some Twitter questions and a couple of voicemails. We're going to do those. See how many we can get to. All right. Jim Curtis wants to know, at what point do you pull the plug on the Frank experiment and finally admit he's a bust? Uh, this is the, this okay. is the, uh, this is the year. All right. He's got one more year in my mind. Yes, and again, I, and I'm player development as far as I'm concerned with him. Not that he's on his own, you know, but I feel like he's almost gotten to that point. He's been here two years. Now, you want to tell me that year one under Hornacek, 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 Hornacek. I don't know. I know it's been too long. Um, that under Jeff and his coaching, that he he was underused. He wasn't used enough. He didn't get enough playing time. That's fair. You know, that's fine. You want to say last year he was riddled with injuries and Fizdale didn't quite know how to use him. That's fine, too. But at some point, I, mean, I can't stringing this out like it's not I'm not going to I'm not going to give you these free minutes to develop you when I've got a team built now that can start to be on the upswing and, you know, start getting better. And that we have guys like Dennis Smith Jr., who's he's in his third year. All right. We're going to we need to, to, to funnel those minutes to him. I'm sorry. You know, so I'm not going to say that he's a bust, but, you know, he, he's got to start to show it when he gets on the court. And you're not going to get free minutes anymore. That's it. I don't. I honestly don't know if I'm ever going to call Frank a bust. I don't even like calling anybody a bust. But 
This is the year we find out if Frank is just a role player on the team or a key player. I think we know he's not going to be a star at this point. But he's a role player off the bench, or is he or is he a very important piece of the puzzle for us? I think we're going to find that out this year. Uh, Jim Curtis also says, five years from now when Frank is playing in the Chinese Basketball Association, will Frank's fa- fans blame Coach Ding and the Beijing Royal Fighters organization for not using him correctly? I don't think we need to answer that. But that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's very funny. All right, James Stanzoni, will Barry always be the nice guy or will he eventually put you in your place, Axe? We spoke about this earlier. I think, uh, am I not nice? No. I, I have Are you, no I'm not as nice as you. you? If, if, if I ever feel like you cross a line or something, I'll come back at you. I have before. I think James is calling you a pussy. Right? Uh, no, is no. He? He's, he's definitely not. not. No, he's absolutely not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We got a Rebecca Goldstein who listens to the show. Who is that? Who is that? Is that someone you know? How the hell would I know her? I, I don't know, dude. <laughs> what laminate do you recommend for a pine wood flooring? <laughs> First of all, that. just to be... Yeah, I saw that too. That doesn't even make sense, Rebecca. You don't use a laminate on a pine wood flooring. A laminate... I just hit my face into the mic. That's a totally different thing, a laminate. She really? meant. She meant... Yeah. <laughs> I know a little bit about wood flooring. What does she want to know? What kind of like, uh, uh, what is it called? Poly to use or yeah, stain? There you go. Or yeah, 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 poly. Stain yeah. or poly. There you go. On a pine wood flooring. What do you yeah. recommend? It's another one that we don't really have to answer. Yeah, I don't think she was looking for an answer. I think she was just uh, being fun. <laughs> being fun. Oh, one of my favorites. Cross the Gentleman Ghost. Fly. That's old flypaper. What's your favorite moment from the 54-win season? The mellow Amare kid, Sheed, second in the East year. Mine is Kurt Thomas bringing us back from a losing streak in Utah on a broken foot. We've all said what we can about this year's team. So he wants us to talk about a team from what feels like an eternity ago. Well, I'm going to let you take this one because you were... Oh, wait, was that when you gave up on the Knicks? I wouldn't say that I gave up on the Knicks, Craig. I just, you know, I drifted. <laughs> you were in high. Had nothing to do with the Knicks. It had to do. It was. It was. I had my own stuff going on. Okay, I had my own life to take care of. All right. Yeah, I mean that season feels like a. That was a long time. That feels so long ago, and it wasn't even that long ago. Talking six, seven years. I don't know. From that team, for me, I just remember. I specifically remember this game against Dallas on national TV where the garden was rocking and we won a close game, a great game. And we actually looked like an, like a real team for the first time in a long time. We just had this great mix of veterans on that team. Mello had a great year, averaged like over 28 points a game. Rashid Wallace was on the team, ball don't lie. Jason Kidd, Steve Novak was on fire from three every single game. He could do nothing else but shoot threes, but he was great. The team just had this great chemistry, and I think a huge part of it was Kid and Rashid and the kind of year Melo had. Just great chemistry, and I just remember that game against Dallas being... I just remember feeling like the Knicks are back. We're back, <laughs> you know? And it wasn't... It was short-lived. Right. But for one season, it felt like we had turned a corner. All right, well, we're, gonna, we're not going to do all the questions because there's a lot of them, actually, Barry. This is better than the voicemails. <laughs> Here, we'll give this one to Barry. I'm going to do this one, too, because it's fun. Conrad Rothbaum. Who's that, Barry? Do you know that person? No. 
All right. Of the young core, who is most or least likely to remain with us long term? Not counting Nilakina. So of the young core, who is most and who is least likely to stick with us long term? Okay. That's a good question. So, so first, who's the young core? It's, in my mind, it's Mitchell, Knox, uh, uh, Barrett, Dennis Smith Jr., and Randall. That's my young core. Dotson's not that your, part no. of the young core? No, no. Oh, that, that goes my answer. He was going to be one that wasn't going to stick around. That's not the, he's not in the young <laughs> core. How you, the young core can't be half the team, all right? That's right, then it wouldn't starters. be a core. Right. Then it wouldn't be a core. Even, core five, center, right? even five is pushing it. Right. But I really think that our five, Marcus Morris might be starting, but those five are like, we've got one young core at each position pretty much. That's how I'm going. Right. So those five, dude, who do you think is most and least likely to stick with us? Most likely to stick with us, I'm going to say Mitchell Robinson. You know, as as great of the potential is for R.J. Barrett, like, come on, we, we haven't had game one yet. So for me, it's Robinson. I've seen enough. I love his progression. Um, And, I mean, he's just so much fun, you know? And, I mean, obviously the PR department has gotten behind him with the Mitchell Robinson show and just, you know, uh, Everything is great with him. So he's, for me, uh, most likely to stick around. How about you, and, most likely? Uh, my stay? most likely, I don't, I mean, I, he is the most, he's the most, who I want the most to stick around because I love him. But he gets me nervous because he's such, you know, other teams like him. So I never know, are we, is he going to end up as, tra- he, I've heard his name too often in trade scenarios, right? So if I had to like bet money, I could see him getting dealt at some point for some star. Right. He's one of our best chips. I see R.J. Barrett like most likely to stick around long term, just because we just right. got him. Yeah, you know he he says all the right shit. You know, you know the Knicks love him. <laughs> he is well bred. <laughs> he's well bred. He's a pro. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Least likely to stick long term. Least likely to stick long term. Um, and you threw in there, you were saying uh, Robinson, Randall Knox, Knox, yeah, DSJ, Barrett, uh, Robinson. Um, I gotta say Knox. That's a, that's a good out of, one. out of those. Yeah, you know, you know the inconsistencies. Um. You know, he had one good month last year. Um, obviously, we can see a big jump, you know, from year one to year two from him. Will we? We don't know, but we can. It's possible. You know, the glimpses in Summer League looked good. So we'll see. But uh, but I'd say I'd have to put my money on him that he wouldn't be here long term. All right, I'm going to say Randall. Okay. Why? Well, it's fast. <laughs> Well, I had the whole time to think about it while you, while you talked. Or that's just uh, no explanation. Fast, you mean? No, no, no. Go ahead. All right. Um, so yeah, just that he's on a what is he? It's a three-year deal. Three-year deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's going to put up huge numbers for us. Uh, the, the only question is when his three-year deal is up, uh, he's going to be demanding a lot of money, probably based on his years with us and him being the go-to guy. I just easily see the Knicks passing on him at that point. 
hopefully these guys like Knox, Barrett, Robinson have all developed to a certain level and maybe they'll feel they don't need Randall at that point. I don't know. I'm going with Randall. All right. All right. We got someone from Germany who loves our show. He says it's a hard next life. Greetings from Germany. Is that a good accent? No. no it's a horrible what kind of <laughs> What kind of stats... Does Julius Randle need to earn a max contract in 2022? 25, 9, um, and he needs to develop some type of three-point shot at at least the league average, and that'll get him a max. All right, I agree with that. All right, let's do some uh, voicemails. All right, Barry? Yeah. Got a couple here. Iggy, you want to hear some voicemails? No. Well, we're doing them anyway. (laughs) What's up, Axon Barry? It's JJ. I want to wish Barry a very happy birthday, happy belated birthday. Uh, I just have a quick question. I was wondering your thoughts on, you know, if Melo doesn't get signed anywhere, which is seeming to be more and more likely, in my opinion, um, would you be interested in maybe having Melo not on the team as a as an actual player, but some sort of position for him? You know, on the training staff, I think that he could help a lot of young guys, particularly Knox and RJ. Um, it would just be interesting. What are your thoughts? No. Well, f- first of all, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the belated birthday wishes. Oh, all right. Yeah, hell no. First of all, Melo would not take that job. Come on. He wants to play. He is not looking, at least not, not, not at this now. point in his life. Yeah, maybe in age. 10 years. Yeah. He does not want that. I mean, that'll look worse. That's like he's given up if he's going to take that. I mean, I the more I've thought about it, though, like it is, it is pretty crazy that you've got, you know, 450 players in this league and there's not one spot for Melo. I mean, like we said, like, yeah, what is the team that, you know, can really use him and, and it's going to help them and you know while they're thinking about their future or where they want to be where does he fit in but still Carmelo Anthony it's kind of crazy well don't you think part of that is that he's not going to like like let's say the Knicks were like all right we'll 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 give you Kadeem Allen's spot but you're going to be oh I don't want him be like, I don't want him no, on the not Knicks. for you but Melo doesn't want to be oh, just as an he example be like the 14th man on the team who doesn't play he's not going to agree to go to a team just so they can stash him on the bench and maybe if they feel like it they can bring him in he wants to be a part of a team are you sh- i'm pretty I, sure he would not do beggars that. can't be choosers though Craig. No, I, I mean i think if he pro- i think if he wanted to be in the league at whatever position anyone was willing to take him he would be in it it doesn't make any sense he's he's in the you think you don't so? think he, so you're how many players me- did you say are in the are in the league 450 you don't think he's yeah, in the more top than that, 450 really. NBA players right now? That's the whole thing. He definitely is. Right. So he he must it must be but, partially but his me, choice. Yeah, but you're you're almost saying to me like in a sense, do you think that he's gotten like some type of offer like that where like they pulled him inside and said, "Look, you know, we'll, we'll give you the vets minimum, which I'm sure, you know, you'll take, but you know, we can't guarantee that you're going to even get into every game. You think they actually had that conversation with him or that they didn't even bring it up because they didn't want to? No, I don't even know that. Yeah, I don't even know that they're bringing that up. I mean, it is wild. Like if the Knicks Knicks were like, you know, we'll sign you, but you might not dress all the games. You know, you might just play practice with us. They're not going to know what's going to offer that to him. 
Come on. After sitting out, like, what what, what did he play? Less than 10 games last year for Houston. After sitting out that duration of the season all summer long and now to this point where we're almost at the time of training camp, you're telling me that he wouldn't change his tune, like, at least to get in a roster? Like, he, he wouldn't bite at that? I feel like at this point, he'll, he'll play at the YMCA. I don't think he would. I think he would rather... Go a whole season. You don't think he's been humble? See if anybody needs him. See if the Lakers need him for whatever reason. I mean, if this didn't humble you by now, no, I don't think he's humble. It's crazy. I don't think he wants to. He wants to have a key role on a team, whether it's like the sixth man on the team or a starter. It doesn't. I don't think he needs to start. Feels he needs to start at this point. But he doesn't want to be the tenth. Maybe he's man. gonna. Maybe he's gonna go follow Jeremy Lin and play play with Jeremy Lin over in Shanghai. Oh, he would never. <laughs> I know. All right, we also got this one. Yeah, hi, uh, Barry and, and Craig. This is Jason, and um, you know, I listened to the last podcast, and I heard you guys doing Dictionary, which, uh, you know, radio is not really a, a visual medium, so I had a suggestion for another game, and I was thinking maybe you guys could do a mixed version of Fuck, Mary Kill, uh, utilizing uh, Kevin Knox, and Frank Nilakina and Julius Randall. Um, you know, hopefully you guys will be willing to uh, to do that. Thanks a lot. Bye. All right. So by the way, we like let's we Barry and I know who Jason is. Why can Jason never call in like his normal voice? Right. Why does he always sound so weird? That doesn't even <laughs> sound like him. He he said that Nictionary wasn't great for podcasting because it's not a visual medium, but he'd rather picture us. Fucking, <laughs> marrying, and killing Knicks players for no reason. So this would make him happy. Should we do this? If it makes him happy, uh, I could try. Who were the guys? Knox, Knox, Randall, and Frank. By the way, and mom, if you're fucking, if you're still listening now, you should stop now for real. And I don't want to hear about the cursing next week because I warned you. And right now, I'm about to go and talk about fucking Knicks players and killing them. <laughs> this would be the opportune time to pause and delete or whatever you need to do. Barry, you go first to give her some time to, to stop listening. So you, right. well, maybe what you say, will, she'll realize, like, oh, I should definitely not be listening to this. All right. Well, first, let me start. If we go through with this, this this is a very unique podcast. It's a unique Knicks podcast because yeah. I know no other Knicks podcast has done Nictionary. No. And I sure as hell know no other Knicks podcast has done F, Marry, Kill with Knicks players. Right. I don't even uh, – listen, if you're a fan who listens to the show and you – You're turned off by this. Just skip ahead like 30 seconds. This was not our idea. Yeah, just hit the 30-second right. forward button right now. Under no, circ under no normal circumstances would I consider – I might marry one of the Knicks, but I wouldn't do the other two. You would marry, by the way, you would marry a Nick, right? Would I marry a Nick? Yeah, like let's say right now, what, like. Is this a serious question? Yeah, it really is a serious question. No, if, I wouldn't if, marry a Nick. If a Nick came up to you and said, hey, I want to marry you, you'll be able to spend the rest of your life with me. You'll go to all the games with me. You know, you'll. Yeah, what else? We won't, there will be no sexual relationship, but you will live together. You will be by his side. Let's say it's Mitchell Robinson. Maybe it's how is it? How is that a marriage? Maybe it's Mitchell Robinson, and it's a. I don't know. It's some sort of a marriage. He, he just wants to be married to you. Would you consider like as would husband you and husband leaving your family to go be in the world of the what? Knicks full time for the rest? of Are you out of your mind? Are you for real? 
What are you talking about? Oh, in my world, it, would I leave my wife and kids for Mitchell Robinson? No, Craig. I would for a non-sexual about relationship it? with Mitchell Robinson, or any. No. What about any other any other player on the team? Craig? Frank. I'm definitely not this, Frank this for is, you. This is more ridiculous than playing F. Mary Kill with the players. <laughs> I'm not gonna leave my family for anybody. All right. I was That's kidding. Ridiculous. All right, okay. let's get let's do it. Um, very easy for me. I I kill Kevin Knox. I fuck Frank Nilakina and I marry Julius Randle. Dude, I had the same exact one. I was able to get get out of here. I looked at this earlier because I get the voicemails on my phone, and I did the same exact thing. I wonder if your reasoning is the same as mine. I mean, obviously well, you fuck Frank because he's French, right? Is that pretty much the re? I mean, is that pretty the much? Reasoning? It would probably be a very romantic evening, right? Um, and and the language barrier. I don't think I think I would get. It would be cute at first with the accent, the whole thing. But I, I wouldn't want to spend the rest of my life trying to figure out what the guy's fucking saying. No, he would. You he know, knows communication you know problems. He knows how to treat a lady, right? Yeah, sure. And uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Julius Randall. I would marry Julius Randall just for the. I mean, that is a bad dude. I would have. I wouldn't have. I could say whatever I want to anybody the rest of my life. Oh, dude, Great and the money. Come on, who's going to make the most money yes, exactly. out of these three? You would be well taken care of, care of. Yeah. You know what, Jason? It was a good question. And you'd kill Kevin Knox. I mean, you know what? That's nothing against Kevin Knox. It's just clear no. to me that you want to marry Randall and F. Nilakina. And yeah, then and Knox, Knox is, is unfortunately, yeah. he's, he's left. He's left. I don't want to marry him or F him. I mean, I don't want to F. I mean, you know what, Jason? Thanks for the question. <laughs> All right, what else we got, Craig? <laughs> that was all for the fucking voicemails. Phil, by the way, oh. <laughs> if you, we tried to play your voicemail a few weeks ago. You tweeted at us that we didn't. It's because your audio was fucked up. So call, try again. All right, I, that's going to do it for the show. All right, Barry? Are you good? Okay, that's Did fine. I let you live I'm enough? good. Are you fucking living? I am doing great. Um, I mean, I, I don't want to say this in front of present company, but there is something I do have to take care of when this is over after staring at that. All right, shut up. Iggy Brasdakis, thank you. And your girlfriend. All right. All you right. want to plug anything, take Iggy? Take away. All right, there you go. Oh, I know what, I know what, I know what Iggy's oh, plugging Oh, you know what later. he's plugging? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's going to do it for the show. You can follow us. Or follow me, actually, on Twitter at Hardnick's Life. If you want to fucking follow Barry, you can follow him at Barry Dworkin 2. And then... No, 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 no number two. Oh, sorry. <laughs> at Barry Dworkin. You can call us. How dare you. <laughs> call us. At 516-33-MESH-1. Barry, is there anything else you'd like to tell everybody? I won't cut you off. Yeah, go to um, iTunes and give a five-star rating. You say go to... And whoa, whoa, write whoa, a little whoa. review. Oh, I just cut you off. I'm not letting you live. You did. Fuck. Why, they should not go to iTunes? I thought you said go to MyTunes. No. <laughs> no. iTunes. I'm pretty sure you said MyTunes. Okay. All right, let's start that over, because now I feel bad. Go to iTunes <laughs> and leave a five-star rating and write a nice review. Uh, write any review. I am really awful to you. I'm, I'm seeing it. You are? I don't feel I it. I feel like I'm seeing it. Dude, don't don't stress it, man. <laughs> I've got no issue with you. All right, how many days until the first preseason game, Barry? It's getting close. October 7th, my friend. We are we are like 
almost a month away. You know, this is a great time, guys. It's been a long summer, but look, we're in September now. There's nothing that stands between us and October. That's it. They're sandwiched together. That means training camp is coming up quick. <laughs> and before you know it, we'll be into the season. We got Knicks basketball again. We got a new fresh team. We got young and we got old. We got a different mix. We got Fisdale in year two. Let's go. How's that for the hype train? I, I don't even know what to say. You were just losing your mind. <laughs> you just lost your mind. I'm getting excited. I got this new 75-inch TV. I can't wait to watch Knicks games oh, on. Sh- 75 inches, Barry? In the new yeah, house? Yeah, baby. Yeah. What is that, 4K? Uh, they call it, I don't know if it's called QLED or OLED or something. Uh, I said, is it 4K? I don't know. Hold on. You don't know what kind of TV you have? It's. A, it, I, I know... Uh-oh, what happened? All right, I think you know what? I this is worth it, Barry. This is so worth it. You know, Barry wanted to fucking pretend that we were all in the studio together because Iggy was coming. We're not. But what just happened just in your in your house? You got just got in trouble? I just got in trouble. Was that your wife? I heard Barry like Yes, yeah, my wife that's never happened <laughs> in the 2 years we've been doing this podcast. Barry that. Barry leaned back and he had his face turned flush. And I could hear his wife whispering, and you were very apologetic. Yeah, well, she came. To, you know, it's late. You were yelling like and a lunatic, came, Barry. You know, she's up two floors up. You know, in my old house, I was in the basement. She was on the first floor. Now I'm in the basement. She's second floor, and she fucking heard me. That's crazy. You're not going to start. Yeah, you're not going to start. You're not going to start doing these podcasts like uh, Tom from the French oh Knicks God. podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, who like whispers his whole podcast? Don't do that. Don't let your wife do that to you. Are you rethinking the whole Mitchell? Mitchell Robinson would let you yell late at night. (laughs) Dude, you better figure that out or move. Lots of issues in that house. Yeah, I'll hear about it tomorrow. I mean, you were standing up like with yelling. I was yelling. I was yelling. But I used to yell from time to time. Yelling about like months being sandwiches. (laughs) All right, guys. (laughs) Until next time, it is a hard Knicks. Life. Great job tonight, Barry. Great job. <laughs> Great job. Shut up, Craig. I don't need your patronization. Is that a word? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.